Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Ears Podcast, produced by Terrier TV. I am Alligator Rob. That is Bill Curtis. That is Randy Rodriguez. What's up, guys? How's it going? Doing good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're... So this is our first time getting together since Christmas, right? Or just before Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about your... I know you did some traveling. Tell me about it. Well, I went through nine states, put on just a little bit less than 4,000 miles on the... On the new on ride? The, on the new ride, There yeah. you go. Okay. And um, we went to, um, went out to El Paso, Texas, uh, where my, my son and his wife and uh, their two sons uh, live. So I went out there and visited them. We went to the Sun Bowl. Really? Who was playing in El that? Paso. Oh, it was uh, Notre Dame and Oregon State. And That's it, an interesting matchup. And it was completely sold out. Huh. And it is amazing to me. I mean, you know, because Notre Dame is is God's team, and uh, especially if you're Catholic. And um, in in El Paso, there's a lot of uh, Catholic folks, and man, it was amazing. They all had like on Notre Dame stuff a lot, and it wasn't brand new Notre Dame stuff. They old. They school, had huh? oh, they had had this for a while. They broke out the Rudy stuff. I mean, I went five <laughs> years earlier or four years earlier when uh, Florida State played Arizona State, and the place was maybe three quarters full. But this, it was packed to the gills. Notre Dame's and, a popular, very of all the college teams, they're, I'd say oh, they're yeah. overall probably the most popular. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, again, being God's team, they gotta be. And uh, so, you know, so <laughs> oh, it was, Lord. but it was great, it was a beautiful day. Beautiful sunny day. I thought it was gonna be cold, so Sun I bowl. overdressed. <laughs> and sweated like a pig <laughs> in because I'm, you know, I'm Florida, and they said, well, it's going to be in the 50s. It'll be fine. That's freezing, but, yeah. But the sun, I mean, there was no breeze, and the sun was there. Oh, no, it was it there was, was sun. Very, there was sun at the, sol- the there sun was bowl. There was sun at the sun bowl. And, uh, I feel like this shouldn't have been too shocking. Well, but you don't know. <laughs> you don't true. know. Yeah, you don't know what you don't it know. Could be, it could be cold and, <laughs> and uh, windy. A lot yeah. of wind there, but, you know, it wasn't that day. It was beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Good family time. Yep. Grandsons had a blast. And, That's uh, where it's at. And, yeah, big, good, good time. That's where it's at, Bill. I'm happy to hear, buddy. Yep. Glad you yep. made it back safe. What about you? You do anything fun? Um, no. I mean, New York. Right, but we, yeah, that was before. Was that before I left? That was I before because we talked about it. Keep forgetting how we long talk, ago that was. But now that's, the videos come out since then. That's true. The video did come the out. The videos. Did come you get out. some chuckles oh, out yeah. of that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I watched that. That pretty was comical. pretty comical. Yep. They went over, uh, I think, about ten or twelve, and we went through more than twenty. So. Oh okay. We'll see when they drop the other side of the hammer. There you go. Yeah. Cool. For other weird, uh, weird Frank Rob sarcasm, which will be broken <laughs> out. I'm sure. Yeah, I got to do that at some point. But okay. All right, you ready to jump into this? Yes, sir. I am. All right, so Randy, I have been uh, a fan of yours for a very long time. It's super nice to finally have you here and chat with you. This is the first time I think I've ever met you. I think so, yeah. yeah say, Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, great to have you here, buddy. So you are kind of a, a local legend, I would say. Um, man, what haven't you done? You, you know, you, I know you've, done co- you've coached for a long time. You've coached on the baseball side and the softball side for a long yeah. time. But the Happenings newsletter there in Port St. John, we were just looking at this. Your first episode was... 34 years ago. Yes. I remember this when I was a kid. 
It's it's so crazy to look back and see it now. But tell us a little bit about that journey, where you started it from, uh, a little bit about you. Go, th- go through all of it for us. Yeah, it, it started in a bit of temper with the county. Here's something un- unusual for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, early days of Port St. John, construction in there for most lots was less than a quarter of the block. And the, there was a limit because there was no city water yet. Right. So, and no sewage. And the county wanted to put sewer in, which, you know, is not a bad idea if there's a sufficient plant to do it. There wasn't. And Titusville, of course, is, hasn't had enough capacity for decades. So where does it go? But as an owner there, as an owner there, if you, they added the sewer, you are going to have to remove your septic at your own expense. I remember so this. Roughly $15,000 because you had to refill the hole with sterile sand. And unless you were really good and had a lot of time and a really great shovel, you were going to have to pay the expense. That would be one heck of a shovel. <laughs> yeah, now, right. <laughs> remembering that at least two-thirds and probably more like 75% or 80% of the block was vacant, if you went and bought one of those lots, you could connect for $750. So every home in Port St. John existing was going to go backwards $15,000. I'll rephrase and say every home west of the railroad tracks, which is the vast majority of Port St. John. Uh, Yeah, no doubt. It was creating anger. And it was all being done in private meetings, not public meetings. So it took a while. Um, I couldn't get today to write articles on it. I couldn't get Star Advocate to write articles on it. I thought. It's not all that expensive, you know, to send to every home in Port St. John, which was true at that time. It was more than I thought, but it wasn't that bad. So I started something out and said, hey, here's some information about things going on here. Youth sports, always been huge in Port St. John. And oh, by the way, as the average home price at that time was around 50 grand, we're all about to lose about 15 grand. How do you feel about that? You need to get on the phone. We need to see the commissioner. We need to start making those meetings that everyone to this day is terrified of going to, you know, like it's Wizard of Oz blowing fire or something. Um, but we got it done, got an attorney, got it halted and moved on. And this silly little thing I thought, you know, might someday get to four pages just so I could talk about sports and all and what's going on in there because the paper on either side had plenty of their own. They didn't really need us in the middle. I just keep chugging along. Yeah, still in print. Still, it's still happening to this day. It has gotten as big as 48 pages. Uh, <laughs> That's incredible. It is back down to 20 with economics changing and the internet sweeping away a whole lot of advertising because paper and print anymore is a fortune because they're not so printing now, as much. how do you distribute it? Direct mail. Oh, direct mail. Okay. Yep. The expensive way, but uh, I did it one time by car and I got in a whole lot of trouble for that. So I went back to direct mail. Okay. Wow. Not, not supposed to go around and put things in the mailbox. This is true. Right. Yeah. People yeah. get sensitive about such things. It's funny you were talking about the the whole issue with the septic tanks. Because I understood when I was younger that when Port St. John got to two-thirds occupancy, they were supposed to automatically go over to sewer, like whether people wanted it or not. And, man, it's that's been like something we've snuck past for a long time, if that's the case. General development, you know, who put... The vast majority of the Port St. John area, the platted things, anything that says Port St. John unit, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, any of those, that came through general development. And they made the agreement with the county at two-thirds, the county would put in water, which they did, and they charged us for, but everybody liked that, and 
everybody got hit equally. And uh, the two-thirds, they just kind of slid on by because the county made a fortune, you know, in building fees. But it is an issue now. The whole state, you know, has gotten after septics like they're the devil's worship. But there's a whole lot of science that says 25 feet after it hits that septic, it's dissipated. You can't say that when these big sewer plants get hit with a storm and too much water and they have no choice to survive except dump. And off it goes into the nearest river. Just So you've watched all things with Port St. John for a very long time. I mean, since since you guys have been there, what you were saying, what, what year did you get in Port St. John? 84. 84, okay. So you, you've been covering it with a newsletter since the, the, since the 90s. What are some of the, other than you know, the septic tank thing, what are some of the biggest challenges that people might not know about that Port St. John faced or overcame? And what are some uh, maybe new challenges or new blessings you see coming up in the future? Well, that was definitely the biggest, but the, uh, the fight to get the county motivated to do the water, which took more effort than we really expected. We thought that was a very profitable thing. It turns out water is not really profitable for the local government. So, and it's a whole lot of work and a whole lot of planning and a whole lot of money to invest before you get water to houses. And uh, it's worse now than it was then, but here in Florida, where are you going to get new water? Not enough falls from the sky, and we're hitting the aquifer pretty hard. But, you know, it was a bit of a challenge doing that. Getting a connector road on the west side of I-95, if you were here that early. Yep, one, you born crossed, and raised, yep. yep. You crossed at Fay Boulevard and their roads. <laughs> yeah. And then there became a school. But if anything happened, it's Fay Boulevard out. And yep. that's what most people believed. It wasn't entirely true because the old ranch road went across 95, but it went into a private farm, and then it became Sheriff's Farm had a piece of that. Yep. So there was an overpass, but only the rednecks, you know, knew how to find the dirt roads to get back to it. So in an emergency, you know, if a boulevard had ever shut down, one of the infamous semi-trucks, you know, whack that thing, everyone would have been stranded. Interesting. So trying to get that connector, which goes now from Golfview up to the new Port St. John Parkway. Indeed. Said so solved a lot of worry and issue about that. Not just handy traffic, but that was a biggie. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, so a lot of other things were you know, smaller, just you get into warfare at some of those offices because everybody has a need and there's never enough money to do it all. So you just try and keep poking things to the top of the list. Looking at the future of Port St. John, what are... What are challenges you see coming up, and what what does uh, what do we really have going for us? You know, what's uh, what are some very positive things you see there? Yeah, our positive thing is about to get uh, timed out of our job. We have a great county commissioner, but we have an issue sore sore spot for me. And uh, as we sit in Titusville High, there's probably a lot of folks who would see that Port St. John had a middle school years ago, and we were next up for a high school. Well, our education school board commissioner talked parents who are just about to have to send their kids up to Titusville to school into signing a request to make a junior slash senior high school because there would be no money for a high school for 15 years. So, but we could get you a school right now if you'll sign this, but I can't just tell the board to do it. You have to send a request from parents. Of course, those parents did. It'd be great to have a school at home, save a whole lot of issues. 
wrote the letter, school board like slammed that thing through in a hurry. We got the money for half a high school and half a middle school, and the next year they went to work on Vieira High School. Take a look at the difference between what that money made in Vieira and in Heritage after that, as opposed to what that little bit of money they sent to Port St. John happened. Did I mention it's a real sore point with me? I'm, I'm gathering that. I'm gathering <laughs> that. So you, you so, feel like we were slighted? I do. Okay. I, that was the politest of words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it still remains. No one's done anything about it since. Now, I started here in um, 95, and Port St. John didn't have a middle school. Nope. It they all happen. came to Jackson. It Everybody didn't happen came until to after I graduated. Yep. Everybody came to Jackson, and high school, they came here. You said they had a middle school? When did they have a middle school? I don't know what year it was built, but it pre-existed the high school, and they joined the two together. So no, I don't think that's... Uh, we we never had a uh, Space Coast senior high by itself. We right, had but I don't think it was... The two showed up together, with, yeah. With Space Coast Middle. And now it's I knew they had like a general. sixth grade, a sixth grade center. Yeah. I think attached to the high school, yeah. They went up that and they kept seventh before they sent them on to junior high. Okay. 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 So we had that. I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. But, okay. And it, it becomes a nuisance every year or two when something comes up. Last year, Space Coast Junior Senior High, for the correct title, wants right. to uh, do track meets at their own track it doesn't meet standard to bring other schools to it. So anything they do, they have to go somewhere else. They finally got the school board to agree to do it and, you know, created the project and then said, but you have to pay for it. Well, they just did the same thing to Titusville High. Yeah, we so, I mean, so they did our track. We had to raise like $100,000. I think they're yep. doing that for everybody, it the seems way they're like, doing it. Yep. Yeah, the way they're doing it. It's annoying. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's less a, annoying when it happens to everybody. You get a you get a state of the art, you know, rubber track, which, which is pretty cool. But now, when I started here, we had a track, and um, <laughs> but there was no lights, so you couldn't have a track meet here because there were no lights. Yep. And uh, you know, and then when they did the construction like 15 years ago, that's when they built the stadium here, and then we had lights. But you know, the track was not up to specs. Yeah. Same thing as, you know, because when they built uh, Space Coast Stadium and they built our stadium, they did the same kind of design. And so, yeah, nobody was learning anything. <laughs> it's hilarious. What's, yep. your, what's your favorite thing about Port St. John? If you, had to pick, if you had to pick one thing and say, that is my absolutely favorite thing about Port St. John, what would it be? Still the people. No joke. You know, it's, it's changed a couple of times spoiled. over mm-hmm. that, but uh, people there tend to work and do things and when you do need something like a new track or the events we do and say you mm-hmm. know will somebody come out and help this is more than a one-man project and this would be good for a lot of people a lot of people show up the youth sports which stays huge if you guys are familiar with that that's all volunteers and it takes an enormous number of parents adults to go in, supervise, coach, teach whatever they have to do for the kids to be able to come out and play and so you coach for a long time yes yeah, I think about eight, nine years. Okay, tell us about that. Yeah, it might be too funny and embarrassing a story. <laughs> oh, well, then by all means, don't tell funny or embarrassing stories. Yeah. Because no. The wife played softball, so I was coaching in the, uh, in the women's softball league, you know, her group. And uh, daughter found out they were playing softball in Little League. It wasn't just a boy sings, all excited, you know. 
The wife went down and said, what's her age? Said, yeah, she's got to start at T-ball. Like, there. And sign my husband up for a coach, too. Because I wasn't around. Although I might have been gullible enough to go with that at the time. <laughs> so I ended up a T-ball coach. Okay. And I, I can't remember Leslie's last name, but thankfully at about the third practice, she came out and said, Coach, I don't know a lot about baseball, so I don't want to tell you how to coach, but I feel like the kids would really benefit if you would tell them which field is left and which one is right and which base is first. No, when you right. say throw yeah, there, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the following year, I signed up to coach seniors, <laughs> but I did play out, uh, coach out, I guess, my T-ball career. But it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, you don't really think they don't know anything. Yeah, yeah nothing. No, they're they're here at the ball field. They got gloves in their hand. You know, they're throwing the ball. Like, ah, oh, yeah. The things you got to do for that. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I do that at every grade. I start back at the very beginning, like they know nothing every single time. Oh, do you really? Yeah, even the high school kids, I start back at like they know okay. nothing and go from go from nothing and like it's a good prove assumption. To me, yeah, prove to me you know something, yeah, and then we'll it's go a to good the next assumption. Step. Yeah. That's say. right. And nobody, they don't know. Until you're not answering me real fast, I can move real fast. But when you stop, that's probably where I should be starting. So, you know, it's a great learning experience for me. Uh -huh. That's pretty good. So oh, yeah. you said you do real estate as well. Yes. How do, how did this, did this come from the real estate or did you start the real estate after this? I was already licensed. Uh, yeah, it's another sad story, but it got burned pretty good buying my first house. But like most people, we spend years getting educated in schools, universities, wherever, and hardly a word is said about what you should know when you buy a house or mortgages. For most people, most expensive thing they buy in their whole life. So you right, know, right. here I came tumbling along. I've got seven days courtesy of the Navy to find a home and get the heck back on the ship and get ready to pack and go. So yeah. So when it was all over, I, I went and took the same school that realtors take. They were the other people then. And I probably mispronounced it realtor back then, like my whole family <laughs> has yet to break the habit of. But still, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I went to that and uh, said, yeah, okay. I got a call one day from, uh, a, a, well, another agent who had gotten his broker's license and said, you live in the middle of all those military people going in and out. You know, are you going to get your license? I said, no. I said, would you reconsider that? Because you can send referrals and we just give you money for, you know, telling us who needs help, and we'll help them out. This is great. I went to the test, got the license, did that, send them like three names in a couple of months. And when you're enlisted, you know, little checks like that really add up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, not a penny on any of them, and found out from one of them they'd really messed them around. I said, you know, okay, next, next one I'm going to take myself. So I went and joined the board. And... Five years later, I owned my own company. So, well, with a partner, Sandy Messer, and I owned a company. And we went on from there. So, oh, cool. But nobody else burned our customers. <laughs> That's great. Go. Yeah, because you great. take control of it, yeah. and then you know what's going to happen. You were Navy? Yep. How long were you Navy? 15 years. And where all did you serve doing that? I was on submarines, so a limited number of Good places. Good Lord, buddy. And, uh, yeah, urban renewal. So I was in Charleston, I was up in New London, Connecticut, I was in Virginia, I uh, ended up here, I was in Kings Bay, rode the tender into Kings Bay before they ever built a dock, because they didn't think the Navy was really coming. So, you see the size of that base now. But oh yeah, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Hi, you're welcome. And so, just 
for your personal amusement, I went to school in uh, Great Lakes, uh, Chicago. <laughs> really? I left there at 14 degrees. Said, I am never coming back to this city. <laughs> uh, yeah, some 20 something years later, my daughters there got married, had three grandchildren, and guess whose dumb fanny is up there every year now? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the so grandchildren yeah. are an attraction. They are. Never say never. Oh, yeah. That's true. What part of Chicago are they in? Near Linux, uh, southwest side. Okay. I got you. Wow. Jo- uh, yeah. yeah. I know where that's at. Everyone knows Joliet and Speedway. So, yep. Okay. I know where that's at. Yep. Border to border. Wow, interesting. So, okay, submarines. Is it true they stay out like six six months to a year at a time? It's true they can. Oh, uh, you didn't have it. You didn't you have go, those experiences. You go out of your mind. Oh, no, that's yeah. what I was say. I, yeah. I often wonder how people do it if they're staying out that long in a submarine because there can't be that much room to move well, around. The fast attacks they cruise around, come up wherever the heck they want. Do they? So, okay. you know, if they may be gone, you know, from their station. Long as they want, but they're coming up somewhere, getting some fresh air, hopefully getting the laundry done. So, yeah. so but if you're on the missile boats, you're under. You're on. When, when you leave, they don't want to, you're not to be seen. You can't be seen. You come back. Yep. <laughs> not to be crazy. seen. So, which one did heard. you do? Which um, were you on? Uh, Woodrow Wilson. Okay. So, yeah. was that an be- attack? No, it was a boomer. Oh, a boomer. Okay. Oh, yep. wow. Urban renewal on the fly. So. There you go. Yep. But it's, it's, you know, just different stuff. That must have been an experience. Yeah, first one was semi-exciting, but you spend so much time qualifying, you don't have too much fun to, time to appreciate it. Right. And then by the third one, you're bored to tears. And so <laughs> what was your job? What did you do? Uh, it doesn't exist in the same name anymore, but it was a fire control technician for missiles. Now, oh, okay. okay. Now they're just all fire controlmen. If you point something and shoot, you're a fire controlman. Okay. What from that part of your life have you taken into doing everything you do now computers okay <laughs> so oh yeah in yeah. high school days i loved to write but in the navy i got to spend a lot of time in the computers if uh something happens to them now you'd think i'd never touched one more than anybody else but when i came out of there i was cutting edge of all that taking part putting the parts and all but you know you don't spend you don't spend your time on it regularly right you have no hope if oh yeah do yeah. spend your time on it regularly there might be one thing you know but there's so many things they're capable of now and yeah. devices and it changes and so fast you can't keep up with printers let alone yeah. you know the motherboards and add-ons and the memory mm-hmm. i mean i yeah that's the reason i mess with animals animals are pretty much the same they pretty much yeah gators yeah Yeah. adaptations a little bit of a thing i mean maybe maybe they're figuring some stuff out but not while i'm here i don't think yeah no bite (laughs) you this end swat you with tail at the other just don't don't get in that zone you're fine but yeah yeah computers are my first one i ever saw was an ibm 90 in jacksonville you know before i even went and uh they ran computer information and it took a room much larger than we're in to do something my phone does now oh yeah it's crazy yes. isn't it it is That's, amazing it's flipping insane how that things have changed like that mm-hmm. yep a room that they had to air condition so heavily 65 degrees which yep. made my god job good in the navy yeah there you go uh-huh. <laughs> remember the as a kid the the delta gold ibm computer we had yeah and you'd have to spend or they had these magazines they'd printed where you have several pages of things just to get to make like a mosquito sound or something. You have to write several pages of code. Right. Like, whoa, check it out. It made a sound. Like it's it the craziest sound. thing ever. Yeah. And yeah, it's wow. Technology's maddening. 
It's maddening. Yep. And then they say, you know, they say uh, kids nowadays. Oh, yeah, kids know how to use kids know how to use computers, and no, they don't. No, they really don't. No, they don't. They yeah. know how to maybe run the apps that they like to run on them. Yes. But if you t- if you want them to do anything technical or any troubleshooting with it. They have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea. They don't know anything. But they have a ton of friends at high school, so they'll work it out. Right. Oh, yeah. And somebody around there will know. Or and figure out how to break it. Yeah. Yeah. But, Which I mean. Is, you, it's the version of fixing it. Yeah. So, it's just, it's, it's different. Well, it's like, you know, when we were around, there were kids that knew how to do the computer <laughs> stuff and yep. people that didn't. And it's still the same. It's still the same. And they're fearless. I've thought that for 20 years. If mm-hmm. you have a problem and you're afraid to break it, ask a youngster because they probably didn't buy it. They're not afraid to break <laughs> oh, yeah. it. They no, will no, try no. things until it works, you know, there or you you're go. like, don't touch anything. Call a repairman. They just like, go in. And, yeah. But again, it's, it's the software end. Yeah. They'll work out the app and put you back and say, why didn't you just do this? Like, oh, cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been awesome connecting with you, Randy. I know that we did the Christmas parade uh, with, with ears. That was a flipping blast. Yeah, thanks for coming out for that. Yeah, it was, I don't think anybody's ever had uh, alligators in the Christmas parade before us. There were alligators in the Christmas parade? We had alligators in the Christmas parade. We had alligators yep. and snakes both in the Christmas parade. Oh, wow, parade. Yeah. okay. People yeah. were, people's eyes got like this big. It was hilarious. Yeah, I and loved it. The it was great. always been about kids, and they love such oh, things. And that's I'm so cool. surprised every few years something comes along, like, who knew? Right. It's yeah, it's always it's that's always been the coolest the coolest thing, and you've done that for years too. That's been your that's yeah. been your baby. I was born on my desk. We have a group taken over now, Port St. John Community Foundation. My replacement has been designated because wow, I had a, a less than fun accident a few years ago. You know, while I was healing in the hospital, I thought, you know, all these events would be gone if it had been a little bit worse because it's all in my computer, and you know. Right, nobody else knew. I had a big group who'd come out on the day, as long as I got the permit, you know, did everything else, assembled it, put the plan, and invited everybody. Yeah, all the logistics part. Right. And I super crew who does that, and my people in Port St. John. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an army. It's an mm -hmm. army of people, yeah. I should probably teach some other people how to get this thing started, because they're great at the end. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. that's where we are today. Thank you for all you've done for so many people over the years, Randy. I mean, really, you—it's uh, a, a huge thank you because you've—you've you've been there and been uh, the, the cornerstone of, of the Port St. John community forever. So thank you for everything you've done. I mean, really, couldn't couldn't say more thank yous. I know you've done a, a lot for us here recently with ears, helping us advertise and letting us give shout outs and stuff. And I, I really thank you very much for the time and. Uh, Man, it's just an honor to have you here. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah, great. All right, Bill, on to the yes, next sir. one. Yes, sir, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, thank you for tuning in to the Ears Podcast, produced by Terrier TV. You can find us on all platforms by searching Ears, or E-E-A-R-S-S. That's a, it's Ears with an extra E and an extra S, for those that might confuse, because it does sound funny when you say it that way. It's kind of meant to. It's the idea. All right, uh, we'll catch you all next week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.